Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. I am Kimmy, one of your trainers here with the Notary Educators team. And that's exactly what we do. We educate you on becoming a great notary. I'm here with Angela. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, guys. This is Angela with AJ Mobile Notary and Gwinnett Apostilles. We're here to um, just talk about some business things with you today. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hey, Marcel. Hey, Katie. Welcome to everyone who's here. We'll give um, YouTube and Facebook a few minutes to notify people that we're live and then we're going to get into tonight's topic, which is why are you scared to start your notary business? I have found seven reasons why you are probably scared. We're going to discuss them together. Y'all can give us some input and then we're going to try to coach you through not being afraid because you're missing out on opportunities by not starting. And a lot mm-hmm. of times that's what stop people is just fear. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to add to that, Angela, while we give them another few seconds to get on? Yeah, people people are afraid to start businesses and they have a number of reasons which we'll discuss. But um, starting your own business can be very rewarding, but it just takes, you know, uh, some stick to itness. I call it. You got to stick with it. And some people think it's more easier than it is, but we're going to talk about some reasons why people are afraid and try to talk you guys through it. Yes. Hey, Sonia, welcome, welcome. And everyone who will watch this on the replay <laughs> and also welcome to our um, podcast family. If you guys have not heard, Notary Educators is on all the major platforms. It is doing very well. So you can find Notary Educators on, on your um, podcast, whatever you use. <laughs> Uh, Spotify, all the main ones, Apple, we're on all, we're on six different platforms on um, podcasts. So check it out. Hey, Julia, welcome. Is there anyone on Facebook, Angela? Not yet. All right. Well, guys, we are going to go ahead and get started because we do not like to be late, but welcome again to um, Notary Life with Kimmy. And Angela is here also, one of the trainers. Alexis may join us. It's Friday night. She does have two other jobs. And um, you guys, I told you I was going to go live every day this week. So I did. I'm meeting my mm-hmm. commitment. So let's get into reason number one. Um, I'll start. And then, Angela, I'll just talk about them one-on-one with you. Feel free to put your comments in the chat, and we'll get to them as we can. So the first reason why most people, a lot of you are scared to start your notary business is, quite frankly, fear of failure. As Angela was alluding to earlier, Starting a business. Hey, Miriam, welcome. New Jersey's in the house. Um, yeah, starting a new business involves some risk. And fear of failure is often the biggest deterrent. A lot of people worry about the financial risk. I'm sure you've heard about different trainings out there. Some people say, I spent $2,000 on training. Or I bought my, hey, JoJo Pop from New Jersey. Or I bought my 
um, printer, my mobile, this and this, my LLC, and they spent all this money. So you didn't spend about five. We've talked to people actually mm-hmm. who have spent five or six thousand dollars starting their notary business. So we understand the fear of failure, but especially when it comes to the money that's involved in startup cost. But let us reassure you, we're going to debunk some myths tonight. It does not cost six thousand dollars to start a notary business. Okay, so what is basic what you need to start your notary business? And let me let Angela talk about the fear first, and then I'm come back and tell you what you actually need to start financially. Angela, what do you think about the fear of failure? Uh, the fear of failure. Some people are hesitant to start because they think they'll fail, but there are a lot of things involved with that. And I'm gonna, you know, go into sort of into the first thing of they don't really know how to start and run a business. They don't know what everything it takes or like you mentioned, they think it takes too much money. But one thing about that is fear of failure is that you have to get uh, what you need in order to start the business. And Kim's going to go over that. But what I mean by what you need is that what all is involved when it comes to finances, like she mentioned, some people may think it takes way more than it really does because you hear may hear people say you need this, you need that. You know, what do you have to do to start, start a business? Have you thought about What's the bare minimum I need to start a business or what does this business entail? So that's why they think they'll fail because they don't have what they need or the resources they need in order to get started. Yeah. So I'm going to give you guys basic what you need to start your notary business right now. Hey, Audrin, Audrina and Audrina Johnson on Welcome, YouTube. welcome. Yeah. Uh, so welcome, guys. So what do you need to start your notary business? You do not need five or six thousand dollars. What you do need <laughs> Is your commission from your state. Usually that's less than $100. You do need some basic supplies. Again, normally less than $100. And you do need errors and omission insurance, and you may need a bond. You And, of, of course, uh, within those supplies, I was going to mention a journal, but that's your basic supplies. So mm-hmm. that's really all you need is those. Uh, well, let me add one more. And you need a good basic training, which is what we provide. Okay? You don't need a whole lot of modules. You don't need a whole lot of testing out. You know, some people say, well, you have to take my course. You have to pass it with 100. That's not required to go out or 90. Whatever their requirement is, that is not the requirement to go out to stamp papers in the general public. They don't care what training you took. They just want to know you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so all this testing out and all that stuff, 100 modules. We keep it very simple. We actually teach you what you need to start your business. Okay. Um, Amberlyn, Amber Lamani, Amber Limani says this video is confirmation for me. Y'all look so cute right now. <laughs> no, ladies, thank you so much. You're so sweet. So anyway, do you guys understand? You do not need to spend five or six thousand dollars. Everything mm-hmm. I gave you right now, including our our just basic course to get started. If you want to do self paced or live, everything can be under under five hundred dollars. Okay, that's just to get started. Now, of course, later you might want to add additional trainings. You might want to add additional services and you may have to pay for a little bit more training. But to start your business, you only need those basic things I just said. And I'm going to repeat one more time. Basic supplies, your notary commission, your errors and omission insurance, a bond if your state requires it and basic training. Okay, because most states do not provide training. They just say you are a notary. Go in peace. (laughs) <laughs> don't start stamping well that's not what we want you to do because we are building businesses over here 
And again, it does not take five or six thousand dollars. Angela, what's right. point number two? Lack of experience. So sometimes people may lack the experience that they need or the knowledge to run a business. And so that's why they're hesitant to start it because they don't have a clear understanding of the challenges and requirements. So when it comes to any business, but in, especially with the notary business, one of the challenges is, and we've talked about it before, is not knowing how to stamp a paper or what are some of the requirements. Your state may not require that you uh, take any formal training, but I've noticed on a lot of the state's websites, they say we, we recommend additional training. So if, you, if somebody's giving you a commission and they recommend that you do something, that means that it's needed. And so a lot of people, because they lack experience about starting a business or going back to they have to pay so much money, then that's uh, one uh, another reason why they um, fail in business or think they're going to fail. But as Kim mentioned, you're getting your basic things, what you need. A lot of people, once they take the training, a light bulb goes off and they the uh, confidence that they didn't have, they don't have the confidence, you know, because they don't have the spirit experience. And so once a person will get what they need, even step by step, like we'll give you step by step as to what you need to do. And if you know what to do, then your lack of experience, all of that makes up for it. It's like, for example, if you go work for a company uh, and you don't have any experience, they will add your education to it and hire you because you have the education and not the uh, experience. So it's the same thing with starting a business. If you don't have an experience, but you have education, you can win, you can be successful. And so that's why some people are hesitant because they lack the experience of owning a business, starting a business and thinking that it's going to be uh, something that's going to be good for them or, you know, for their life, basically. And it's funny you say that, Angela, because my very first assignment, my very first assignment, the lady called me and she said, hey, do you have any experience? And I said, no, ma'am, I do not. I said, but I feel confident that I can get it done. I have taken training and I do feel very confident that I can get it done. And I said, if you will be patient with me, I can complete it. And she let me do it. I did have to reach out for a couple of things that I just was unsure of because it was my very first one. But she did give me a chance because I had training. I did. I trained myself. I did the NNA training. And I actually, you know, like I said, I really self-taught. I was studying everything I could about being a notary. So by the time mm -hmm. the actual um, assignment came around, I was ready, even though I hadn't mm -hmm. had a paying job yet. So that's why I created the training that we have, which is very simple, because even though I took the training with the NNA, I still didn't. It wasn't real life enough. I didn't know. I didn't have the experience. So what we do with our training is we take all the experience and all the different things that happen, all the different challenges that we've come across. And we make it so it's understandable for the average notary and they know what to expect. I didn't have a clue what to expect. Mm -hmm. So when you finish with us, you know what to expect is real life. We do inter we do um, scenarios with you. We do screening questions with you. We really have you prepared to go out there and get started. So if you're well, not a member of our Facebook group, please check it out because we have many testimonies over there. We're over six thousand strong. And many of them can testify to our training, be it self-paced or one-on-one. -on -one. Well, even the NNA, you take their training, which is good. Uh, they re they recommend additional notary training. So if you read the read everything with the NNA, they recommend additional training. And I can mention something that you know sparked me because at, at my first job at the law firm at 25 years old, uh, I had no experience, but they hired me because I had training. I had trained two years, you know, at a uh, one of the two-year colleges. 
in California and they hired me because I had training. So I didn't have any experience. And I and like Kim, I was confident that I knew what I was doing because I had had the training. And that's the number one thing we hear from people when they take our training. Now I'm confident. And back to what that number two point was, lack of, lack of experience and being frightful. I would be afraid too if I signed up to get my commission and someone sent me 200 pages and say, go notarize this. It's like, what? What do I do with this? Of course you're going to be afraid. So we see people and they end up in our Facebook group. They -hmm. accept assignments and they have not been properly trained and want us to train them in a DM. That's not how you receive training people. I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry. And I love each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. I do. Like Sonia says, she agrees. She took the NNA training. It's not hands on. And mm-hmm. that's what we do provide. Thank you, Sonia, for that. So, yeah. OK, so I, I, we're not being mean when we tell you, hey, we're going to kind of tell you something, but we can't teach you how to do 200 pages in a DM. <laughs> we cannot. And we're actually working mm-hmm. notaries. too. That's how we're able to keep the prices so low. So there's no way that we can do your job for you while you're at the table mm-hmm. with something you don't know how to do and run our own businesses. It doesn't work like right. that. Right. So we're not trying to be mean if we push back and try to get you into a training session with mm-hmm. us, okay? Because we want you to succeed and not be a one-hit wonder. You may right. get that one assignment just off the full, you know, off the cuff or whatever, and you really don't know how to execute it, right? But you won't get another one because I had a young lady. I know I'm off topic. Well, not really, but I had a young lady. and You know about this. She was in our um, group, Facebook group, and she was disappointed in me telling her that she might want to wait to take that take an assignment because she had been properly trained. Well, she took the assignment. Everything went well. And then she came in the group and she put something like somebody tried to tell me I shouldn't do it. Well, that one went well, but what about the next one that you try to fake it till you make it and you really didn't know what you were doing? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not trying to stop anyone, but I want you to succeed. And Angela and Alexis, we all do, okay? Um, So number three point I'm going to come back to is financial concerns. Starting a business, it kind of goes back to number one. Starting a business Mm -hmm. often requires significant financial investment. People may be afraid of the financial burden and potential loss of personal funds. So instead of using your personal money, I've heard people go out and get business credit. Thank you for everyone joining us tonight on this Friday night. We're talking about why are you scared to start your notary business? We're on point number three. If you missed anything, feel free to go back and watch the replay. But point number three is financial concerns. You're scared of losing your investment. You're scared mm-hmm. of losing your investment. And I would be afraid, too, if you taking out business credit for $10,000, people will tell yeah. you you need business credit to start your notary business. And they want you to go out and buy ink pens to start, you know, a $10,000 line over here. And you buy um, all this extra stuff that you don't even need yet. I would be afraid, too, of a $10,000 credit card bill. Let me and tell I'm you not something. one penny. I'll tell you something about that. I have like. I call him the beast master when it comes to business. My younger brother, he's had several businesses and they've all been successful. And his current business, he ain't gonna watch this, so I don't care if I tell his business because he'll never watch this video. <laughs> so he is like, does not believe in starting a business and being in debt. He's like, you get what you need as you need it. And then you do your business and you use that money to put back in the business until you're solid. You know, that has worked for him. That has worked for me. And I love it because I never felt stressed because I had to pay back, you know, some money. I never felt stressed because I didn't have it. I wasn't making money. 
and I wasn't able to pay back what I got back. And you have to be reasonable with yourself with this uh, financial concern. Don't quit your day job until you feel that you're at a point where it can sustain you because it can sustain you. So that's our next people, point too, Angela. So you can wait on that one. <laughs> but but so so you got to be able to not be afraid that oh, if I borrow this money, I can't pay it back because I'm not making any money. If you know you're not making money right now, why would you borrow money? Especially uh, if you're already in a financial constraints. Some people may be able to pay it back, but I just don't do business like that. I'm not going to be paying out money that I'm that I borrowed if I'm not making any money. It's always been successful for me. It's worked for my brother. This man is like a beast when it comes to business. His business is like, I ain't going to tell you how much money he made because that's his business. <laughs> so this goes back to why I went live last night about the EIN and the LLC. If you didn't watch that video, go back and watch it because I've gotten a lot of slack from people saying, well, Kimmy, you shouldn't tell people not to get their EIN. You shouldn't tell people not to get their LLC. All of that costs money and you still don't even know if you want to do the business yet. So I'm not going <laughs> to talk about that at all tonight. But go back and watch that video from last night because I was pretty clear as to why I say just kind of pump the brakes. I want you to have an LLC behind your name. It makes mm -hmm. you feel important. Does it add a little bit more credibility? Maybe, but I've never had nobody ask me when I go to notarize their document, do you have an LLC? <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. No one's ever asked me that. Your title and your name does not say LLC. Mm -hmm. it, you know, no one's ever asked me that. Mm -hmm. So I, I know what's important. Let's know how to stamp that paper. Okay. Right. And then we're going to build out that business. And um, one of the comments, Katie says, my fear wasn't the business side. It was knowing the importance of the job and knowing it could have an effect on someone's life. If I did it wrong, that's when I found Kimmy. Oh, you're welcome, Katie. And Katie's right. It is very serious. And that's why we don't want you faking until you make it. You are changing lives out there. So that's why when we talk about the money we talk about, you can command that kind of money because we really are involved. Your The document mm -hmm. does not move without your signature. Remember mm -hmm. that, guys. Mm -hmm. It does not move. I had a lady yesterday. She's at the DMV. Her mother just trying to get a handicapped license plate. And I thought the DMV notarized documents. For whatever reason, they didn't do. No, the one by my house, I had a friend that worked there. She told me they did. Oh, okay. But but yesterday, this lady called me. Her mother was trying to get her handicap placard, like I was saying, her tag for being handicapped. And she was from New Orleans. So I don't know if that was the difference, but they Maybe would not do it. They would not do it. So she called me. She came to me. It was one document. I charged her. Um, I charged her twenty five dollars, but she had thirty. She had no change. And I ain't had none either. I wasn't even about to look for none. And <laughs> she was like, you know what? I want you to have that. And I was like, oh, five minutes worth of work. Not even, okay? But my point is, you are needed. And without that signature, her mother would not have no handicap placard, okay? Without Kimberly signing that document, it didn't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. So we are very important. You have to know your worth. When people say mm -hmm. that, you are worth something. Don't let nobody tell you you're not. I'm going on a tangent. Because I hear people say that too, know your worth. What do you mean, know your worth? You're a notary. Oh, yeah, I'm a notary and that document don't move if I don't sign it. OK, mm -hmm. so we're going to move on to point number four. The And Angela can go back to her point. And welcome to everyone that's joining us. We're talking about why are you scared to start your notary business? We are on point number four. You can feel free to go back and watch the um, replay. OK, but welcome to everyone that's joining us now. So number four is uncertainty and instability. Building a business involves a lot of uncertainty. People may worry about the unpredictable nature of entrepreneurship. 
such as the unstable income, the market changes, and economic fluctuations. And I'll let Angela take this point because she wanted to talk about um, not quitting your day job so fast. Yeah, and so that's, that is something to be concerned about, uncertainty and instability, because with any job, any entrepreneurship, some people, they may have money that they save, that they have to put into the business, and they don't have to worry about, you know, that, that uncertainty. But I know I didn't have that type of money. And so when you're building this business, you don't want to quit your job. You want to make sure that you have money to pay your bills every month, because regardless, the bills are still, still going to come in, whether you got a job or not, the bills still come in. And so when you think about the unstable income, we don't, People are always asking me, am I busy every day? No, some days I get no calls. Some days I get 10 calls. Sometimes I get five calls. So that's the up and down of the market. That's the, that's the fluctuation of the market and the unstable uh, income. But the market changes. We know what, about a month ago, everybody was saying it's dead. You know, if you do loan signing, you know that it's slowed down quite a bit. But the whole point is, is that when you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to expect these things. And so if you have a job trying to transition into this notary space, then you want to keep your job and work around that. Or if you've gotten to a point where you think, OK, I can handle this. And then, you know, if you choose to quit your job, you quit your job. But building a business, it involves a lot of uncertainties. You nothing. It's not like a nine to five. I worked a nine to five job 20, 30 years. And, you know, on the 15th and the 30th, my paycheck was always in the bank except one time I had a fit. But. <laughs> Your paycheck always in the bank, but it's not that like that with notary business. You may make $500 this week and five the next week. So you have to be, pre basically you have to be prepared and you have to have the mindset of if nothing is happening, you can't panic, but you got to also have your, you know, space spare over there. So, you know, okay, this week, I know I got to get out of here, go to this, you know, uh, my savings or whatever and get it out of there, but make sure you know that it is unstable. It is uncertain. But that's also part of being an entrepreneur on your own business. I think that's a good conversation, too, for another day about how do we do our budgeting and, you know, a little bit more about finances. I did a whole tax video about what I paid in taxes. Um, I really suggest you go back and look at that because it's very informative too. a lot of stuff that we do as business owners can be written off. I talked about that every day this week, actually, because I've been having this tax thing. If y'all ain't heard me talk about it yet, but I've learned in the um, last couple months, like I said, I'm big on self-teaching. I have learned how to do taxes. I don't think I'm going to do my own still next year, but I know what I need to be asking my tax professional. Okay. And let me tell you a lot of stuff you guys can be writing off. You can write off your training. You can write off, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. Again, consult your tax professional, but there's a lot of things that you can write off. And a lot of times, we say, well, the rich keep getting richer because they know the tax code. The tax code is there to save you money. You got to know what the law says. It's, and it's a little thing they got. If it's in the book, sometimes some of us ain't going to read it. Okay, I'm guilty of that. If I'm not want, guilty of that. If you want something hidden, put it in the book because most of us aren't going to read it. I'm okay? going to read it. <laughs> Angela's the exception. I'm not a big reader, but... I have become, I even bought a book. Okay. I bought an escort book. So <laughs> I bought and I read it cover to cover <laughs> and I've been watching my um, YouTube videos again about taxes. So you have to know how to handle a business. Like Angela says, it's not going to be a, a steady check every two weeks. Some weeks going to be better than others. 
And I also want to talk about multiple streams, additional streams of income. I know some people are telling you, well, what you need all these streams of income for? Just master one thing. No. When my phone rings right now, I can do apostilles, ink fingerprinting, proctoring, um, I-9s. I can do whatever you need me to do. I have about seven or eight different things. Actually, almost 20 because I did a video about 12. And since I did that video, I need to update it. It's almost 20 things now you can do as a notary. Field mm -hmm. inspection. All that stuff add up. If you're having an off week and somebody sends you 10 um, field inspection jobs at $40, that's $400 in a week. You wasn't doing nothing else anyway. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So we got to think out the box, people. And sometimes this fear is stopping us from getting our little piece of the pie, like the Jeffersons, you know? Yeah, they got the little piece of the pie. And you want your piece, too. It's always, you know, the, the man keeping me down or this is happening. No, sometimes we keep ourselves down. We're going to have some frank talk tonight. It ain't going to be pretty, y'all. <laughs> it is not going to be pretty. So let's go on to point number five, okay? So the point number five is a lack of support. Was that your point, Angela? That's your point. Um, point number five is lack of support. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey. And some people may be scared of the lack of support or isolation that comes with starting a business. They may fear not having a network of mentors or colleagues to guide them through the process. And I get that, too, the lack of support, because when I started my business, I did not have any support. It was just me. Now, right after I started, maybe, Angela, I, I had been doing my business, how long before you and I actually got back connected? Was it six months or a year? It wasn't a year. I think it was just a few months because I just happened to call you and we were just talking. and So just a few months? Mm -hmm. So I had my business at least four months before Angela and I connected. So let's say, let's say maybe six or seven months, I was doing it by myself, just learning the business. And then Angela and I connected because, like she said, we we talked about something else and realized that she was a notary, I was a notary, and then we just made some stuff happen together. But um, I had no one to talk to. I had one other person, which was the person that notarized for my parents. Um, I had just found him on Google, and I consider him to be like my little mentor. When I first started, he would say, Kim, why are you not using your stamp? And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I didn't really think nothing of it. Even after he came and charged me for notarizing for my parents, I still wasn't like, oh, it might be something to this. <laughs> I still just hesitated like most people do. They have their notary stamp. They're either work notary or they just sit on it like I was doing. And I would call him sometimes. I actually paid him for a session um, because I kept calling him, asking him little stuff off the slide. I was like, well, what about this? And what about that? And he would say, Kim, you know, I do teach a class. You know, I do have a session. He doesn't do a lot of teaching. It was just like a one-off. It was me and two other people. He said, you know, I can have a session with you. And I did sit in on one of his sessions. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm not afraid of paying for training. I'm just not. But especially if it's going to benefit me. I already knew he knew his stuff because I was calling him anyway. The same thing with you guys. You call us, you trust us. But now when it comes to put the money with it, you're a little afraid of that too. <laughs> Don't be afraid. It'll be the best investment you make, either self-paced or live one-on-one -on -one training with one of us. It'll be the best investment you make in your business. Okay. So don't be afraid though of even being isolated and lonely, like it mentions here of having a network, the network will come. As you're doing more work, you're going to find people in your area that you need to give work to. They're going to mm -hmm. need to give you work. So your network will eventually build out. I didn't have a network, but now I have my my mentor that helped me a little bit. I have Angela. You know, I have two more in this area, three more in my area that we have trained. I feel com comfortable giving work to as we talk about all the time. 
So you will find your network. Your other network for us and mentorship would be, we do a lot of stuff for free, even on our YouTube, Facebook. We're always available. We do monthly meetups. I mean, so we're here as a community for you. And then also you have our Facebook group, again, over 6,000 members. So if you haven't joined and you have to be vocal in there, nobody can read your mind. And you can't just live off of whatever the crumbs that other people are putting in there. Other people put their question and you think that's how you're going to learn. No, you need to be vocal and ask your question. If you need some help, put it in that Facebook group. It's completely free. We don't charge for that. A lot of people won't even let you in a group unless you pay monthly and all this. Our Facebook group is completely free. Okay, so that's another resource for you. So take advantage of what's out there. Sign up for our free email so you know when we go on live, which is going to be a lot more frequently. So I try to send those out, you know, every time we go live. I did it every day this week. I almost forgot today. But, you know, we send those out. So don't be afraid. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add about lack of support, Angela? And then you can take number six. No, you've pretty much gotten it. Oh, lack of support. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this. I didn't hear it, but. Even within your family who are not notaries, you know, some people may feel like that they don't have the support um, because they're entrepreneurship, that they are alone, even when they have a family. I'm very fortunate because I've never had that experience because um, I always got, you know, my daughter, even my son, my family behind me, even my family from out of town checking on me, saying, how's the business going? And, you know. All of that. So sometimes even that when you have, even if you're you're afraid or uncertain or whatever, a lack of experience, when you have family behind you, that's, you know, giving you that extra boost and push push that helps you too to get through the process. And you don't feel so isolated because you have people there that's, you know, in your corner. And so that's important, too, even if you have family that's not a notary, which most of our families are not, if they're there to support you and you know, be there for you. That will even help you feel like I can do this. Hey, Nicole. Hey, LB. Sonia Reed. Sonia Reed says she is a reader. <laughs> hey, June Harris. Who's on Facebook? We can say hey to Paula Moore. What's going on with you? We got um, well, Audrey, I think I Audrina. Sonia and Gelada. Hey, Gelada. What's going on? Angela Phillips. Who we got on Facebook, Angela? Brenda Taylor, Sandy Beeman, June Harris. And we said Audrina. Johnson earlier. All right, cool. I hope we didn't miss anyone, but welcome everybody. I would oh, like Lisa to said my... Lisa said me. I didn't see you, Lisa. You just popped up. Hey Lisa. And Sharon LeBron. Oh, hey Sharon. Hey, welcome everybody. And I would like to just hit this one more. I'm afraid before we go on. Cassie Bear makes another very, 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 very valid point. She says. I'm afraid that I invest in a course and the information isn't going to help me expand my knowledge and help me build this notary business. Cassie, I'm in total agreement with you. And that's why I was so afraid to take someone's training. I didn't know who was going to give me what I need. And now that I am a trainer and an educator, I get this all the time. Well, I've already bought such and such as course. I've already spent a thousand dollars over here. I already spent two thousand dollars over here i already bought this bundle from that person if you read the description on our courses they are crystal clear mm -hmm. as to what they contain we don't hide it it is very clear the descriptions what we say is in that course is in that course so um to your point though a lot of people have bought other trainings and i always say this cassie bear it's not that 
the other training is not good. It may not be what you need at that time. If you spend $2,000 on a marketing course and you get all the way through it and realize you still don't know how to notarize a document, then you may feel like you were cheated or jaded or whatever. But that's not the fact. The fact is you just don't need that course right now. Now, I still don't think you need a $2,000 marketing course to do a notary business. I'm going to be frank with y'all. You don't need that. Nah. <laughs> I got to build your business course. That'll help you build that business. And it ain't $2,000. It's $63.50 at the time of this recording. <laughs> but at the time of this recording, it's $63.50. It's on sale 60% off. Okay, that could change tomorrow. But right this second, that's your build your business course. But I understand what you're saying. People are deadly afraid because they've already spent so much money. I told you, I've talked to people that have spent $6,000 and they come over here with us. they like, this is all I needed. Yeah. Right. We talked need. a lot. We talked to quite a few people, actually, a lot of people. Yeah, that's all you needed. So I totally agree. So we're going to add that as a bonus, being afraid of purchasing the wrong course. So that's a valid concern. And again, I'm not going to say anyone else's course is not good. It, a lot of times, though, from what I've experienced, it's just not what the notary needs when they get started. If you want to mm -hmm. buy an AI course or build your business credit course and, you know, all these extra courses, if you want to spend money on that, you can go right ahead. But none of that, as Cassie Bear is saying, is going to help you know how to execute docu uh, documents. Do you even know what the word execute mean? You know what I'm saying? You need to know what that means if you're a notary. So that's my point. So, again, I'm not going to say any other course is not good or not a good investment. But I, what I typically find, though, is that their courses is just not what you need at this point in your notary business to get started. And we start from the basics and you take we take you through the basics. And if you know the basic, we take you through it so you can have a good foundation so you can know how to notarize the documents and what all the different steps are and some problems you may encounter. All of that is in that course, in our course, whether it's uh, online or live. So when you finish our training, which is not. Don't take you days and hours and hours at a time. When you finish our training, you'll know what you're doing and you'll feel confident about you know, starting your business. Mm -hmm. Angela, you want to do number six? And then we'll, uh, we got six and seven and then we'll start taking a few comments. Fear of the unknown. So people sometimes just don't feel comfortable with something that they're not familiar with. And so when you start in a business, you're stepping into the unknown. And so when you venture to something like notary, which may be uncharted territory for you, it can be intimidating and that can hold you back. So anything that intimidates a person, including me, can hold you back. You got to have the idea of, OK, I don't know this, but I'm going to figure out how to do it and to get what I need to do to get it done. Or it's just going to intimidate you and you're going to be stuck. There are some people that we talk to. I had this notary for a year, two years, three years, and I just haven't done anything with it because I was afraid or I just didn't know what to do. And so fear of the unknown can intimidate you, something that you're not familiar with can intimidate you and you just either are stuck and won't get started or you just don't know what to do and won't get started. Mm -hmm. Yep, completely true. So, and I will add this to the mix too. A lot of people have found out about the notary business on YouTube. So they're like, are there, is it a scam? Is it real? You mean I could really make a hundred dollars by just signing some documents in less than 20 minutes? It's not a scam, guys. It's not a scam. It's not a scam. It's as real as Angela and I are sitting here. You just need to know how to get the money. You need to know what to do. Okay. So it's not a scam. I see a lot of TikTok people. Oh, you guys are wasting people's time or whatever. No, it's legit. <laughs> there are over 4 billion documents that are signed 
And that's just notarizations. We haven't even gotten to how many apostilles leave the United States to go to other countries. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to how many requests there are for ink fingerprinting. You know, people are fingerprinting for all kinds of stuff. It's so many for proctoring. It's all kinds of jobs out there, as we already stated before. Mm-hmm. So let's hit number seven, and then we're going to do these comments, okay? So number seven is work-life balance. Starting and running a, ba- a business demand a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. People may be scared of the potential impact on their personal lives, including family time, leisure activities, and overall work-life balance. And when I thought about this one, as a notary, guys, our job, we're just like doctors. We on call 24-7. Now, I'm not 24-7. Some people really are. But, I mean, even 9 to 5. It's not like I know for sure I have a job every day at 9 o'clock. No. When my phone rings, I got to get ready to go because I know normally the person want me within the hour. Really within 15 minutes. When they call, <laughs> I had a guy yesterday, no, two days ago, and he was like, Hey, can I, what time is your next appointment? I said, I gave myself a little time. I said, if you can come at 11, it'd be great. Can that work for you? He was like, oh, sure. No problem. He called right back. Um, I had a little more time in my schedule. Do you think I can come now? They don't want to wait. Not even five minutes. They when don't they get that document notarized, they want to come right that second, or they want mm-hmm. you to come right that second. So when we mm-hmm. talk about work-life balance as a notary, we work off hours, guys, to get the money. I work in the evenings. I work Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I work Sundays. I work holidays. The 4th of July coming up, guess who's going to be open? Because I ain't leaving mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all the business on Tuesday. Okay? I think mm-hmm. Tuesday is the 4th. Tuesday okay? Four. You see what I'm saying? So we do work off hours. So is there a work-life balance? It ain't perfect, but that's how I make my money. Like when I worked yeah. at the hospital, I worked off hours. Most of my friends was off they work Monday through Friday. The mm-hmm. kid at the hospital, Angela, hear me on the phone when I was doing both. I'll be walking through that hospital. Hey, welcome to Children's, you know, talking to people, whatever. Off hours, though, that's when you make your money. I got paid time mm-hmm. and a half on holidays. I'm used to working off hours. I've been in customer mm-hmm. service all my life. So I'm used to working off hours. So it's nothing even now. A lady called me yesterday. I called Angela. She couldn't do it. And she called me. She said, are you closed? And I was like, she knew I was closed because it was after five. She saw my thing. But I was going to do it. I was going to get it done for her, if even if it meant finding someone else. So, yeah, your work-life balance is not going to be perfect. But you're starting mm-hmm. a business. And most mm-hmm. business entrepreneurs don't work nine to five. They right. don't. So if you're not prepared to give up some of your free time. And right now, mm-hmm. when me, Angela, and Alexis call people to do phone, um, intake calls and find out what you need to grow your business, 90% don't answer the phone on the first try. They don't answer their phone. Don't answer 90, the phone. 90, 99%, 99% do not answer their phone on the first and, try. Why? And, they, don't, they don't know the number. And some of them don't even have a voicemail. No voicemail. Don't answer the phone. So if you ain't even answering for me, I, I know you're not answering when I try to send you business. I already mm-hmm. know that. So mm-hmm. that was my last point, work-life balance. And again, working as a notary, you will not have a perfect nine to five. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you run your business like that. But again, for me, um, and sometimes when my mom was living, poor thing, she would be like, you taking this job at nine o'clock? I'm like, is she cutting yeah. checks? I used to ask my mom, I said, are you cutting checks? Because she said, what do we got to go out here this late for? Because she didn't like to go out at night. I talked about that the other night too, my mm-hmm. sweet mama. And she'd be like, what you doing that for? So my question always to her and anybody else, because I've been at events and had to leave and go notarize a document. They all yeah. looking kind of crazy. They looking like, oh, you got to go? I'm like, I'll be back. Sometimes it's right I, 
I've been that way if I'm riding with somebody, I'm like, we need to go for a minute because you need to take me and get this to the notarized this document because I'm in your car. Everywhere I go, my daughter had to um borrow my car. I'm like, we need to get my notary bag and take it because if somebody called me, we're gonna have whatever we're doing, we gotta stop and take it to do a notary. We was yes, coming home girl. today. We were coming yeah. home today and she was like, Dog, you got three calls back to back. That don't happen every day. But it happens. You got to get it when you can get it. My mother was right. laid up in ICU, okay? And I love my mama. Y'all know I she love sure my mama. She told him, you come up into this hospital. <laughs> I told that person, I said, I had my notary bag. I said, well, you want to come up to the hospital? So it was funny because me and my brother and my sister were sitting in the room. And we all kind of, we all are like, we are just, we are my mama's child. Let's just say that. And my mother would have been like, look, girl, I'm going to be laying right here when you come back. You go down there and stamp that paper. So, we all had that mindset. So I looked at my brother. I looked at my sister. They was like, don't you got bills to pay? And I went down there and I stamped that paper. And then people gave me a little prayer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not making light of the fact that my mom was in ICU. But I am making a point that bills got to be paid. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to be about it. And your work-life balance is not going to be no nine to five. I mean, if you ain't ready to do that, then don't be no notary. Because that's how so you're going to make your money. So we got a question on Facebook from June Harris. She said, do you keep your notary bag with you at all times? So June, I keep my, if you see me, my notary bag is somewhere close by. I keep my notary bag at, and I, if I'm going with a friend, like I have a girlfriend, she has two small kids and sometimes she likes me to go with her, you know, with the kids. Uh, she know I'm taking my notary bag. And on several occasions when um, I was with her, we had to leave and go do a notary. And, and she speaks Spanish, so one of them was a Spanish. I said, oh, I got she said, I got this. She helped me do the job because she spoke Spanish. So, yes, I take my notary back everywhere I go. If I'm in the car with a friend, Kim will tell you, if Kim picked me up, her, if her and Jeff picked me up, I got my notary bag. If I'm in the car with Kim, if Kim in the car with me, she got a notary bag in my car. Yes, we take our notary bag everywhere we go. One night, me and Angela was out to lunch. Um what we were lunch or dinner or whatever it was and my friend jeffrey was there too we were with a group of our friends and uh somebody called they needed a notary i didn't have my stuff i'm like oh yeah i could do it angela was with me she had her bag don't you know me and angela got in the car together and we left the whole group <laughs> went to do that we notary. Sure when got there. <laughs> so when we talk about getting the money guys you could get the money, but what you're willing to do to get it? And we talking right. legally. I mean, we ain't on the corner or nothing, but we gonna go right. get our money. I always got my bag. Angela always got her bag. And I make sure Jeffrey, normally nine out of ten times, I have him, if he leaves, take his bag. Because I needed him yesterday. He didn't have his bag. I was like, snap. But anyway, so we always have our bag, okay? And, and we can't and get Angela it. We sharing that business between each other. If I can't go for some reason, I'm immediately calling Angela right. and vice versa. I like this. Angela Rucker said I put an extra set of clothes with me, and that's more professional in case I'm underdressed. Angela, I don't go that far. I was at the park one day walking with my friend. Got a call. It was after five. I got a call. She needed a notary. I said, I can come to you in 20 minutes, or you can come to me. I said, I'm at the park going for a walk. This woman met me at the park, opened up my trunk, had my table laid out. I said, I apologize for how I'm dressed. She said, oh, no. She said, you on your own time. She said, I just appreciate the fact that you was allowing me to come. I don't care where I'm at or what I'm doing. I have my notary bag and how I'm dressed. If I come to me, I'll come to you. I'll tell you how I'm dressed before I get there. And that's what you got to do, guys. That's what an entrepreneur do. look like. You want to know what entrepreneurship look like? Look at Angela. Look at me. <laughs> that's what it look looks at like. me. Look at Angela. <laughs> this is what true entrepreneur work 
entrepreneurship looks like okay we are not just youtubers okay we are not just instructors we are not just mentors we not just trainers we are actually working notaries that's why if you buy a course or not with me i still got to go stamp a paper tomorrow okay now i want to help you because i want to do that that's what i do that's my other job is training people being a coach for you but whether you buy a course or not i still got to go stamp a paper and 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 um even when I'm with my friends, I will excuse myself and go talk on the phone. If my if I get if my phone rings, I'm not letting it go to voicemail. <laughs> if my phone go to voicemail, you better believe I'm in a predicament where I it's off and I can't take it. But as soon as I get it, I'm the first thing I do. I was in a conference today. The first thing I did when I got finished, I saw two missed calls. I called them back and, and sent them in a text message. So I'm always going to answer my phone. If I'm doing leisure stuff or with my friends i'm gonna excuse myself to the side and if it's my really good friend i'm gonna answer the phone I'm like hold on one minute hold that thought and i'm gonna answer the phone right there so, so i always be, i'm always me and angela be having conversations me and sentence she'd be like girl i gotta go it's a call or I tell her the same thing. i'll be like it's, it's business i gotta go right so we always 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 answer that phone. I don't care if I'm not even here. I'm on vacation. Now, if I'm on vacation, I have a pre-typed text message right. and I'll let them know, hey, Angela's covering for me. It's such right. a for me. But even with that, I'm still running my business because right. I want that person to call me back. I might tell them today I cannot do it or all week I'm on vacation or whatever. And I'm sending my stuff to Angela or whatever. Right. They will never forget that, oh, that girl was on vacation, but she sent me a text of somebody that can help me. Right. So we right. don't play around here. So whatever anybody told you, don't get it twisted. We are very mm-hmm. business minded. Now, we're not always preaching. You're going to make $100,000. You're going to do this. You're going to drive a Mercedes. I don't even drive no Mercedes. Okay? I don't even want no Mercedes because they cost too much to fix. <laughs> All that being said, don't right. let that be how you pick your trainer, guys. Right. Okay? Back to being fearful. I would be afraid to if you only base in who you train with based on how, what do they say, you flossing, you know? People that look like they got money normally don't have money, okay? Not all the time, not all the not time. Not all the time, okay? So we ain't flossing over here. We just regular Joes, just regular notaries being in business. And making some money. <laughs> making money. Okay, Angela, you want to hit these comments? So uh, Brenda on, on, on Facebook says, do you have people put their thumbprint in the journal? What are your thoughts about using thumbprint? I'm so, so sorry, it, Angela. What time are you at? Did you go back to 730? I've read all of the all other comments. Yeah. Do you have a bag? Says she's been on her sitting on her notary for two months and 730 was LB said I accept notifications from signing agencies, but do not I don't have that on Facebook. I don't have that. Oh, let me hit those right quick and then we'll come up to current time. So what time okay. are you at? I'm on my phone on Facebook, so it doesn't have a phone. I'm at Angela. I just did Angela Rucker. Oh, no worries. Let me hit these few right quick. So, again, Cassie Beers is sitting on her staff for two months. Hopefully, after tonight, you will no longer be sitting on the sidelines. Get in the game. LB says she accepts notifications from signing companies but do not get the jobs. I'm more comfortable with loan docs than general notary. You need my don't be scared general notary course or the book. It comes in two forms. General notary work, don't be scared. It's not that complicated. I have a book and a course, and that will help you get your general notary money if LB. Because when loan signings aren't happening, that's your additional stream of income. Mm-hmm. Depending on how much money you want to make. Um, just a couple hellos. Jasmine at 7:30 says, Hey Kimmy, I got my certification in and a 
just ordered your Georgia notary book because I'm confused about how to start making money, but I'm excited to get started. Yes. And to Jasmine's point, welcome, Jasmine. You're going to do well. That's your first step is that book. And Jasmine is referring to this book, guys. Start your notary business in whatever state. There's 50 books, state specific. How to start your notary business in Florida, California, in Virginia, whatever state you are in. I wrote a book for it. Okay. Plus Washington, D.C. So get the book for your state. And that's going to help you to take some of that fear out. It's not that complicated and get that business started. Okay. Sonia says, um, friends and family support can mean a lot. Definitely trial and error, but I agree with Kimmy. Let's see. Cassie Bear says, I love that. Love that foundation is the most important step. I think, hold on, Angela. Do you have a Facebook or Instagram page? I'd like to follow you. Yes. Welcome to the Anthony Brown show. That's going to be our Facebook is Notary Educators. You can join us over there. I do. We do have IG notary educators also, but most of the stuff we do is in Facebook and YouTube. Okay. And sign up for the free emails. And that way you can stay in touch with everything that's going on. Can I take training without passing the test? You can no take training. training without passing the test. There's no test, test taken. You know, I think they might be referring to the NNA training, um, maybe for long signing. I'm thinking. Oh, if that is the case, you can take the our training first. It'll help prepare you for the NNA test. Mm -hmm. Or you can do your NNA test first, and then we can train you. Either way, it's up to you. Uh, 313. Hey, Terry. Let's see. Sonia says, JoJo pop up. The courses, their training courses don't have tests to pass. The courses belong to the purchaser. That is correct, Sonia. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you, Sonia. That is true. You own, the um, you own our courses outright. They don't expire in 90 days or anything like that there's no testing no modules you get what you need to to build that business or learn how to notarize whatever the description is for our course is what's in that course it's not a bait and switch uh 736 that is what i don't want to do sit on my business it's not a scam i've been a notary for 34 years and full-time three wow anthony brown show 34 years that's pretty impressive congrats congrats would you ladies recommend the NNA? I took their long signing agent test and passed, but due to my background check, they denied my application. Oh. So, yeah, if your background was denied for long signing, you still may be able to do general notary work because that's two mm -hmm. different things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we're coming up to you on uh, um, 739. Some companies say they'll hire you in NNA certified. Yeah, so if you can do the NNA certification, of course you need to. You are truly a Detroit girl. What, what? <laughs> At heart, I am. <laughs> uh, do you? Okay, now, Angela, we are on to you at Facebook. Do you keep your notary bag? Okay. So we did that one, uh, and we did the extra set of clothes. Uh, Brenda says, do you have people put their thumbprint in the journal? What are your thoughts using the thumbprint? So I don't. Uh, only California is required to use thumbprints. Uh, I don't use the thumbprints because it's not a requirement you know, in Georgia. So that's my thoughts on it. I don't use it. And because think about this too, if you're going to have them put them, thumb, if you're going to have them put their thumbprint in your journal, then you need the ink uh, pad to order to do that. But it's really not necessary because it's not required. If your state don't require it, it's really not, not necessary. And the less stuff you need to ask your client, the faster you can make your money and get out of mm -hmm. there. And a lot of times clients don't want to give you anything more than they have to, as far as their personal credentialing or ID is concerned. So only get your bare minimum, what your yeah. state says you have to have. Okay? okay. I don't know if you got 741, Angela. Somebody said, don't talk about it. Be about it. 
And uh, Brenda's the last one I got. Okay, let's see. Okay, I will start doing that from now on. The clothes you talked about that. Now we back to YouTube. Legal hustlers love it. <laughs> yes, Queen Diva. We legal are keeping. I like that legal hustler. Always keep it legal. We gonna keep it legal over here, okay? Uh, the Anthony Brown show says, "I remember being out having breakfast with family and friends, and the cell phone rang, and I told them to meet me at the restaurant. And I took care of them. Yeah, wherever That's I am, people will meet me too. People will meet you because people don't will forget, meet you. they can't find a notary. Y'all don't believe us when we say that. They will come wherever you are." I have been at the grocery store and got a call. I said, I'm ready. I'm at Kroger on the corner of 514. Mm -hmm. They said, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I said, call me when you get to the... I said, meet me at Starbucks inside Kroger and call me when you get there. There you go. I'm already grocery shopping. Put the bucket to the side, stamp the paper, continue my shopping. I'm trying to tell y'all. They're going to come wherever you are. They need that okay, paper. I got to go. Okay. Okay, Angela. I'm going to take these last few, honey. Thank you. you Bye, guys, Angela. Later. Thank you for everything. You guys I'll have a good day. I'll take these last few and I'll be out. Bye, Angela. Uh, I'll do these last few guys. I knew Angela had to leave. And let's see. Do you have people? Okay, we already did the thumbprint. LB Alexander says, I bought your notarized like a pro. I feel trained, well trained from it. Yes, because I give you everything. Just like we do on Facebook, you can imagine what the course is like, okay? We give you everything you need. Yeah, Angela, they said they appreciate you. She'll see that in, that later on, guys. Michelle Kirk says, do you have to have a signing agent certification to do jobs like field inspection, I-9? No, you do not. Now, the I-9, field inspection is notary is not a requirement. Now, sometimes for I-9, they will ask a notary to do it because they know that we are usually competent normally. And you still need training. I have an I-9 course. I have a free video, but I do have an I-9 course you can check out also um to do it like a pro and because there's more than one way to fill out the i9 form so yeah normally for i9 they will ask notaries to do it that's why we always say go ahead and get your commission because nine out of ten times they're looking for a notary they're not just putting in you know they know notaries do all this stuff so that's why we want you to have your commission okay um lance lancer says i just became a long signing agent what's the best way to get started Start signing up with loan companies. No, make sure you have some training first. That's what we've been talking about all night. We are not faking it until we make it. Let's make sure we have some training. We do have a loan signing agent course, and we have the um, live training one-on-one too. Right now, we're doing mostly one-on-one -on -one trainings. We have we don't have any group trainings on the calendar right now, mostly one-on-one -on -one training. Tracy says, hey, Kimmy, Angela, do you have a business phone separate from your personal? Um. I do have a, a separate one now. You just use Google Voice. Do you use Notary Gadget Journal? No, I don't use their journal. Mm -mm. I have my own journal. Angela has a journal, but I don't use their journal. I don't do digital stuff like that. I like to handwrite my. I like to handwrite my stuff in my journal, guys. I do have an eight o'clock, so unfortunately, I will try to check the rest of these later. These comments and see, can I get back with you? Um, if I can, if not, please join us on the live next week. I'm going to try again every day next week, Monday through Friday again. Uh-oh, not sure what happened, guys. <laughs> but anyway, I do have to leave because I have an 8 o'clock myself. Um, I'll try to get the rest of these questions like I was saying. If I don't join us next week, I'm going to try to go live again every day. I'm going to try to. So I do have to run. Um, also, I want to give a big shout out. I'm going to say this again when I go live at the beginning of my next one. 
Thank you all, because I called Comcast when I got off because my connection was so spotty yesterday. They are sending me out a new modem, and it is that I have my own modem because I'm so cheap. Well, not cheap. I was saving money. Why am I paying them $20 a month? I can go buy one for $75. That's what I did. But found out that I do have the highest speed that Xfinity offers, but my modem is not compatible. So that's why I was so blotchy yesterday. So anyway, on Monday, I should have a new modem there, FedEx and it out, okay? Well, until next time, guys, I am Kimmy on behalf of Notary Life with Kimmy and the Notary Educators Training Team. It is our pleasure, okay, and to share everything that we know with you. Until next time, guys, much success. Bye. Happy weekend. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.